Welcome to Paotearoa, the New Zealand Blood Bowl podcast. We bring you the current discussions, news, and a bit of frivolity. So who's here this evening? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here this evening. So this is uh, Dink Tricky from uh, Otago um, and uh, well, Dunedin more, more directly. So yeah, I'm here. Yeah, g'day. Uh, Toffa here from uh, Marlborough Blood Bowl League in Marlborough. Uh, g'day, I'm Happy Amateur. This with an underscore. Uh, don't put that into a computer without the underscore unless you've got WorkSafe on. I don't think anybody's sure while I'm here, let alone myself, but listen to the other fellas' accents, I suspect I'm the uh, token New Zealander. Oh, that's all good, and I'm well she uh, looking to lead the show. But yeah, no, as uh, as as Happy pointed out, we've got, uh, bizarrely, three uh, South Island representatives with um, Toffa, Tricky and myself, uh, an Englishman, a Scotsman and a Welshman, uh, and, and uh, Happy's down the pub. So we've sort of managed to achieve that joke all by itself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all right. I suppose the main segment there will be moving on to what have we got on our tables. So, Tricky, what are you up to at the minute? Uh, still still painting goblins and um i've just uh, i just shifted a couple of um star players so i've got uh, sheepskin rumble of sheepskin he's he's off the table scog i went out and bought that model got and painted him i'm i'm actually quite happy with him uh he's off the table um and i'm just slowly trying to get rid of all the dungeon ball things and and stuff like that been continuing my miserable form in the uh, Dunedin Blood Bowl League with uh, my um, second season um, Underworld team, who were um, just not impressing. Um, and yeah, they got well beaten up by um, rookie blooming Chaos Dwarfs, uh, removing my removing my gutter runner, my my Hans Blodge gutter runner um, on turn one. So that did not help the. Um, the occasion and we lost one nil in a in a good game though. Uh then uh Dibble uh <laughs> I've been continuing my horrible form in Dibble uh, with, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with yeah with the um my old world alliance uh, uh, I think six seven season old world alliance um three three like, straight losses I think were um yeah hey, you, drew, you drew with me I drew. Oh, I drew with some snotlings. That's right. Oh, yes. Yeah, we we've got a point on the board, and that made me feel like maybe I could get to the the um, upper echelons of the Dibble scene. And then um, Osbull. Uh, I've got uh, Osbull, which is the Oceana Secret uh, Blood Bowl League. I've got two teams um, playing in that. I've got the legendary Trout Mask replica, who've also gone to two crushing victories to. Take the take the bit of legend out of their um, fluff, and then um, my you other team. Use the word victory with defeat. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, they, they've um, they're, they're they're struggling, but then um, I've got my uh, Minotaur team, other chaos who are um, not um, also. Oh, they had a great game against the Rat Ogre team, which was just beautiful. We had like twelve removals. Um, it was just, it was awesome. There was about three people or three rats or things standing at the end. So yeah, so a lot of blood bowl, a lot of fun. Um, not, not many, not many touchdowns. I, I played a, a, a game of 2016 in the, um, Fox Meadows Memorial Partridge Egg Cup. Um, 
the Fox Meadows Memorial Partridge Egg, the egg itself that, was the trophy. Yeah, yeah that's enough. right. Yeah, the, the Fox Meadows, and and uh, this is uh, this is a big big uh, dibble story. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 kind of summarising uh, what I've been up to. Not a lot of not a lot of winning. Um, a good draw against some snotlings, and um, yeah, a lot of fun. Though. A lot of fun. Sounds like you've been a busy boy. And uh, how about you there, Tuff? I've got, I've got a, 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 a necromantic team that I'm painting up, but I've been painting them up for about a year now. 11 months ago, I, I, I finished all bar three models, and then the other three models are, st- are still on the sprue. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, I've got three zombies to paint, but I've had three zombies to paint for the best part of a year now. So uh, I don't know whether they're on my table, but they're just gathering dust on my table, you know what I mean? Zombies are the easiest part as well, aren't they? Tough. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I just, I just kind of, I was doing really, really well, and then I was like, oh, I've got other things I need to do, and that was eleven months ago, twelve months ago. But I managed to get my snotlings painted up in between times, so that was good. I got them done. Yeah, uh, games-wise, uh, we're in second round of the uh, Marlborough League, and yeah, my snotlings are won. They won their first game and lost their second game. <laughs> I can't. Everyone raves about the um, fungus flingers, the bombers, the, the bomber snotlings, and they're just awful. I can't get them to do anything good at all. The, the idea is to try and get a star player into every game. So I, I had, That's ideal. Yeah, in the first game I had Fungus Saloon, and in the second game I had um, Hackflam Shuttle Spike. I agree with you. I, I can't use the fungus flingers or bombers unless they're bomber dribbles, but yeah. Yeah, no, I can't work it out. They just it, like they either kill kill my own team, or cause nothing at all to happen. Yeah, I'd say I'd say the best use is suicide bombers, mate. So I'd step them in, hope that they get knocked down, and so just drop the bomb at their own feet, almost. Or else, or, or else, just an expensive fouling piece, you know. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah, they're going off anyway. You're not going to waste a bribe on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still all beating me. <clears throat> I've still got the same 2016 Skaven team on my penning table from uh, when it first came out. <clears throat> I've, I've commissioned two other teams to be painted in the meantime, and they're a box of fluffies, but I'm stubborn as heck that I'm going to do this one. And I've just got to make sure I knock off the dust before I get back to it. Uh, on the plus side, the uh, Mark IV World War ta- World War One tank that I've got uh, uh, next to it is coming along quite nicely, uh, bizarrely. Um, don't think even as a death roller that would be entirely legit, but you know. <laughs> but no, I'm also kind of pleased. A friend of mine very kindly, knowing that I was into a bit of historical stuff as well, very kindly gave me a, I think it's a Perry Miniatures actually, with a, there's some Ooh. Mad Brothers up in uh, the UK, but I've got... Um, Squadron leader, the Lord Flashheart from uh, Blackadder goes forth as as one option as well. So we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, so that's what's on my table, even though it's not particularly blood bowl <laughs> frenzied. But you know what can you do? Are you playing yeah. anything at the moment? I'm just running the league like in the background. Adam Oakston's our commissioner down here in Christchurch, and he's doing a great job. Oh, yeah. But uh, I lurk in the background because I created and run, and uh, apparently the only person in the Southern Hemisphere who knows how my spreadsheet works. So. Um, <laughs> If you can find Jim McMahon, he's the other guy who knows how it works, but uh, I can't help but feel that shoulder-tapping someone in Shrewsbury, UK, to try and run this is going to be probably problematic. But yeah, you know. yeah. Do you do any, any painting happy? Yeah, oh, no. Oh, I've got on the table, I've got the remains of the last couple of tabletop games I played, but there, there's no one around here to play games against. Only my boss if I can get him drunk enough. So <laughs> it's just uh, a Blood Bowl pitch littered with... Uh, 
half painted pieces, cigarette ash and beer stains. Nice. Um, last team I painted was a human team I took down to the, the Wellington Cup, which I painted in the hotel room the night before the, the thing kicked off. Ah, really? You're missing out on valuable drinking time there, bud. That was your, your schoolboy era. Yeah, yeah, but I was, you know, allowed out in the city by myself, so so I wasn't exactly going to go out and have my trip and my spending tracked. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, I've I've got all the models. I'm a bit. It's a bit like Pokemon for me. I've got to buy them all, so I don't like giving them the money, but I have to. So yeah, I've got all the teams. Only humans painted. In terms of games, yeah, I almost play exclusively online. So yeah. just on football, just play Dibble. A couple of other leagues. Um, Play play Triple XL, which is a, a international goblin league. It's pretty pretty out of it. But other than that, yep, just just uh, seeing who I can who I can cherry prick in the game finder on fumble and and generally losing to tricky. So <laughs> that's that's a half true. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one thing tricky doesn't have, which is a great big bushy beard. You know, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, how, how could that how could that fail to help you? That's what I want to yeah. know. Oh, it hides a lot of shame and chins. <laughs> well, what news else have we got down our each way then? I've managed to get some information out of some different people around the place. But um, so starting up in Auckland, the uh, ABBF, the Auckland Blood Bowl Federation League season two started today. So they're just starting tonight, the 25th of July. And then Stubble in Palmerston North, their club starts again in August. The Marble Blood Bowl League, as I said earlier, we're on our kind of second round. Some people are just about to start their third round. We only started it a couple of weeks ago, but everyone's really kind of gung-ho for it. And there's we've got a guy here called Rich who's doing a lot of organising in terms of our spreadsheet and stuff like that. And he's he's fairly sort of... Uh, good at getting us all organised and getting us all out and playing. That's yeah, no, it's worth having worth having someone who, who badges people along. We've kind of put that sort of stuff on hold here, for example, in Christchurch at the moment, just because obviously we're only just now coming out of, you know, two years of pandemic-driven hibernation, really. But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's definitely worth having someone like that who'll, who'll get people hopefully together as well. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, um, Happy, you'll probably be the person to talk to on this one. Dibble30 <laughs> Blitz is in pre-season. What does that mean? Okay. Oh, let me pour a drink for that, because that's just gibberish, mate. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Dibble, Dibble's currently in its 30th season. Oh, yeah. Great number. Everything goes well in the 30s, eh? Uh, so, yeah. At least a, until you hit the 40s. Yeah, that's right. But luckily for us, Blood Bowl tournaments can't get hemorrhoids. So uh, we've got running three divisions. And for the first time in a long time, we're actually wavering between the, the third and the fourth round as we're just waiting for a few people to catch up. For the first time in a very long time, looking at the divisions, it's all New Zealanders leading instead Ooh. of Australians, which is lovely. So that's that's just, New uh, Zealand, New Zealanders leading in a New Zealand league. Doesn't happen often, <laughs> the boy. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Even better is New Zealanders are at the bottom of the divisions too. Mostly me and Tricky by the look of things. <laughs> Why well, do you say that like it's I A, you know, kind of surprising and B a bad thing? How many yeah. how many people are in the, the fumble um desert, deserted islands blood bowl league now? Playing at the moment there's twenty four coaches. So it's reasonably well attended. Yeah, good number. Uh, that's after is that, that like, Yeah. Two two fellas, maybe two two doubling up. Oh yeah. How how dare you, yeah. sir? How dare nah. you <laughs> That's that's well, that though. Let me that tell you, if Tibble needed fillers, I wouldn't play in it. And I certainly yeah. wouldn't 
my hand up to play two teams and become <laughs> bottom of two divisions. That's for certain. <laughs> um, anyway, well, that, that's that's very sportsmanly or, or not of you. That's that's fine. Oh, uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm surprised it's taken me this long to drop this, but I mean, I, I've won double before. It's no big deal for me to throw on a few <laughs> shit. Oh, look, you put that on your CV as well, bud. Come on now. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, it was going well. Just um, dropped off a few guys, a few coaches after the initial initial upsurge after the transition to twenty twenty. But we're there now. We're playing twenty twenty, playing a few different rules. Uh, just a couple there. We um, we weren't keen on throw teammate hitting players and causing a turnover because we like the old fling missiles. So just made a couple of little changes in in the twenty twenty rules. So a few house rules and dibble, but it's going strong. It's doing well. It's a great league to play in. Yeah, coaches are great. It's a really, really well, good, good point. It's, it, it's really cool that you've been able to do the house ruling there on on Dibble as well, because obviously, um, well, I know the 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 fling nerfing is kind of uh, quite controversial at the moment, but you know, how does everyone feel about that? Well, any stunty nerfing is controversial, but a lot of those stunty teams in twenty twenty didn't didn't really get nerfed. I mean, goblins, any secret weapons with the turnovers, chainsaws and bombs, you know, they've they've come leaps and bounds, haven't they? And bombers. Yeah, I mean, people are crying about Bomber online. It's uh, I taste their salty, salty tears every day, and really love trolling them. So, <laughs> I saw, but I saw in the yeah. uh, the 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 meta analysis that came out earlier in the week um, mm. that goblins are still basically bottom. Oh, they're still they're rock bottom. They're yeah. still rock bottom, and 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 like everyone knows, you gentlemen will find that ogres are rock bottom. Actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. How about, how about before you boys sign up for a podcast in my country, you do your research. <laughs> you, you don't, you, you know, you play goblins for the chaos, don't you? And and, and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's half the thing. They, they, and it's actually they're a really nice team to play online because you're um, you're rolling so many dice. I, I remember, like, um, I remember once I brought in some people to kind of learn Blood Bowl, and I started off. I was like, oh, so we got a goblin team here. And it's like, okay, what do you do with the goblin team? Well, we roll a dice now just to see if this person's going to do anything. And then now this guy, or the chainsaw starting it up, we'll roll a dice again. And, you know, and they're like, oh, so so the, the goblins are just, they're always rolling dice. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, that's, they're probably not a rookie team, you know? Could you um, imagine the sort of human being you'd have to be if you took goblins as a team and actually wanted to win a game? Oh, a yeah. What a yeah. terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> I took goblins to mainland bowl uh, two years ago and and played for Kazis and only Kazis. I didn't score a single um, touchdown the entire tournament and wasn't trying to either. I mean, I've, I've played Nurgle and goblins and double. I'm not there to make friends or, or score touchdowns, eh? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still I'm I'm still like um, trying to really prove that there's been no passing nerf in um, in the 2020 rules, but um, yeah, that's like so. I just like teams that pass. I, I do like I do like this whole quarterback kind of thing. I, we're veering away, like b- building this the the quarterback kind of thing's been one of my big drivers in the in this new in the new meta. Uh, just tr- proving that we can play passing games, which I've, I've not proved. Is there actually a passing nerf, or have they made certain passes better? And the big problem is that the actual passing rules are now so incomprehensible, we just don't really know what's going on. Yeah, again, the the computer and Dibble it does it all for you, so it's it's quite easy. But tabletop, yeah. um, I, I did this last game I played uh, was the Underworld, and that game the game and throws are great. 
they're blooming great, you know. They two plus passing ability, um, two a gutter runner. You're like, well, you know, and I did, but I'd lost my gutter runner, and um, I passed it to um, my play, and it was a relatively new coach, and he all he knew was was a passing nerf, and all he could say was, "Hang on, I thought passing was nerf." Now I'm like, well, it's not if you. <laughs> If you're rolling sixes, it's it it's matter. not actually. Good. I mean, you um, don't want to be throwing around with your dark elf lineman anymore. No, yeah. no, fifty which is good, which is which is which I like, and 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 the the but the other one I blooming dead was my scaven thrower again. It's going for it, and this is this is a great bit of play. I was like opening day of uh, the double league, Dunedin Blood Bowl league, so not not the other devil. But um, I did the old Skaven throw over the heads of the other Skaven. And um, this this coach, I absolutely loved it. He's a new coach as well. And he was like, he goes, yeah, no, I'll, I'll try and interfere with that ball. Um, and he, he successfully interfered. And then I think you have to then roll uh, to turn it, to, to convert it. But it was still a six. Yeah. So, and he got a five. And he was like, I'm going to re-roll that. Re-rolled it, six, intercept. Like it was, it was brilliant. Yeah, I, I just, I, I love the the guts on that one. And he um, to re-roll when you're looking for a sex. I was like, oh, you, you, you deserve that. But then he went and absolutely thumped me. It was five, five two or something in the end. Uh, <laughs> How many stories start that way though? Oh yeah, they did this and it was great, and then I got thumped. Yeah. <laughs> but the pass, the passing nerf, or however you want to describe it. To me, it seems to fit in with that that drive of you know everybody that plays Blood Bowl wants the game to be more realistic. And yeah. I'll tell you, if I was coaching a team of, of players and my linebacker threw the ball, I wouldn't care if the pass completed. I'd run on the field with the sack of coins and beat him to death because that's yeah, not yeah. Fun, you know. <laughs> so the throw is getting better, and the other players not being allowed to throw suits me down the ground. Good on you. Yeah. 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 And I, I do love that specialist. Yeah, well, you're looking at that North team and like kind of building up a, a, a team. I'm like, okay, you got your Valkyrie. I'm like, well, I want one Valkyrie to be my passer, and then the other one is going to be my receiver, is it? Or are I'm building, I'm building my berserkers into receivers. I, I forget what AG they are anyway. Like, but yeah. like which, which, like getting those just those those kind of precision things, and I I. I really enjoy that side of the game. Like, um, how do you build a nice receiver? What do you want on them? Um, you know? In, in terms of the passing, like, if you allow me to be serious for a moment, and I'm not very good at it, and I won't do it often, <laughs> but but I think in terms of passing and people saying that it, it, it's gotten worse, for, for, you know, those elf teams that's changed it for, that, that just everybody can't throw as well as they did, but for the non, non-elf teams with your... Um, with your dedicated throwers, it's more interesting because you've got that option. That's all you've got. For all the teams without dedicated throwers, well, they they never did throw. They're, well, yeah, if, they did, if they did, they were throwing a five or a six, a Hail Mary pass, or they were clearing it, or it was a desperate last play to equalise or, or win, and they were going to have to roll fives and sixes anyway. So yeah. to me, to me, it, it adds, a, you know, there's another a stat there, so it's another layer of complexity, I guess. You know, you see people saying perhaps it should have been a, a passing modifier instead of a, a full-on stat. But for me, it's actually it's actually a fine change. I, I've got absolutely no problem with the the passing stat addition. Yeah, I've I've got. Um, I've, I'll tell you, my my most unique passer I'm I'm growing at the moment is 
in the in Osbali Oceana uh, Secret Blood Bowl League on online, I've got um, this wonderful um, like <laughs> show hands. Um, so uh, with the, it's a whole Minotaur team, but um, there's one Minotaur, and most Minotaurs I don't know if they come with a pattern stat, um, but um, this one Minotaur does the Doom Bowl, and that was just for me. That was okay. He needs to be the running back slash quarterback. Um, and this, I built a, this kind of legend about him watching, you know, um, I mean, Luce and Swift, or one of the Swift twins on the on cable vision when he was a young cow, and then just being, I want to be like that, you know. And um, he's he's yet to complete a pass, uh, but he he will be he will be the biggest Minotaur quarterback there's ever been in in the online Blood Bowl. Um, so I like that idea. There we go. What, if you said. When he was a young cow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I've got a question for you gentlemen that aren't on Fumble or in Dibble. Yeah. I think some of you have been, haven't you? In in the past, I was, yeah. Yeah. So in your actual tabletop leagues, because I don't really have any concept of it, I've never played in a, in a real-life league, in a tabletop league, do you guys have? Do you guys do much fluff work or any of that sort of thing, or is it all pretty straightforward in your... Uh, it's pretty straightforward in in my experience, which is uh, it kind of very much depends on the person. Like every individual's different. Um, everyone goes the effort of putting in obviously a novelty team name, and uh, then it's kind of very much up to the individual about how far that gets. From what I've seen, but at the same time, I don't know. Some years I've done it, some years I haven't on my own stuff. Uh, I, I I had one person recently, fairly new to the league. He he named all of his players which completely blew me because our oh, goodness me i've not done that in years i think um, you mean completely blew you away i know <laughs> what i said <laughs> don't, don't put words in my mouth <laughs> it depends like i i think we've historically like especially when there's people playing together like at the moment the league games down here are hey you want to come Come around my house on Tuesday and we'll we'll sort it out. And you're like, brilliant, we'll do that. It gets played, but you don't get that banter between teams. You don't get that sense of um, you know <laughs> commiseration yeah. when things go horribly wrong. Um, but yeah. it, all of that adds adds to the fluff, I, I think. You know, yeah. what do you guys think? Is that that fair, or am I just sort of yeah. going off on one? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd I'd hop in there and say like naming players is like I, I, that's I, I, you've got to name players in my in, in yeah. like, my time. I, You've I, obviously I, never played halflings, so. <laughs> oh well, no, but I do. Uh, Harold Crumpet ass, uh, amazing halfling. Um, I, I love him. And then you know, then you've got your uh, treeman, of course, Tony Woodcock, and um, who's Lance Wood as well. They're, they're both, you know. So I love that stuff. And Albino Tripolata has been a famous kind of gutter runner that hangs around the family, and we talk about Albino Tripolata a lot, and that's a. Uh, that's after a dead gerbil that we used to have, you know. I've never, um, never, met, I've never met Tricky, but I could probably name more of his players than my own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Chalky Dirkmeister, the, the legend, legend uh, who never, uh, who was great on tabletop and then. But, um, but the thing is, Chalky Dirkmeister was before my time, mate, and I've heard of him. And I love that. That's like, as a kid, that's what we, that's what we used to do because we were second ed players and, I, we didn't have a clue what we were doing, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, like so the uh the the Needham Blood Bowl League, we we had a uh, our start up. We had we had deliberately we had our first set of games together. Um, so that was ten coaches together, and uh, in in a um this Dice Jar games down in Dunedin, and we we played there, and that was really good fun, you know, and because then I could like because all of a sudden there's more there's more Skaven teams than ever. Um, and because my gutter runner was the original gutter runner of the league, I, I kind of he scored his first try of the season, and I was like that, that first touchdown. I was like, oh yeah, Znar pickle breaths warns you all. He goes on cable vision right now and says there is only one gutter runner in this league. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, but then he got trounced by the other gutter runners. But um, you know, because he he scored what oh. Seven tries in a season, had seven touchdowns in a season. Top, you know, and that's that's the stuff I love, and that's that's kind of what keeps bringing me back to the game. I guess you know. I mean, um, the, here's uh, another one. Then, obviously, you have got some characters there, and they've got some history. Do you run much in the way of rolling players on to the next year? Any perpetuals, or how do you do manage that sort of thing? We do. Mm. We've we've had some perpetuals uh, in uh, in Blenheim. We the option was there, and and and. Um, but uh, none of us decided to uh, to do it this year. But we have done it uh, last year. We had a team that had played in the previous in the previous league, and it works fine. You just TV of twelve fifty or thirteen hundred or fourteen hundred or whatever. Yeah. But you just get the inducements against them, and it's great. And I I would say that that is like and because we've we've got I think uh, three teams. We've got a Halfland side who uh, James the commissioner runs, um, a Lizard side who. Um, Ben runs, who's who's a good coach as well, and they they were real close to winning the league. And then my my own team, uh, the Underworld, the Deadwood Daisy Pushers, and they're um, they're, they're on the second time round. Um, and I was kind of I, I like I don't like that added um, agent kind of fee they put in, but I I think that's a that was that a mechanism to stop you stacking your your star player points. You know, we said I've got a. I've got a troll with nothing who's like worth I mean, an extra forty K for all and all he's got is four completions and he's nowhere near to anything. But um I do yeah, I do like having that you kind of me you've got a troll that's got four completions. Yeah, I like you know, for throwing a goblin. No oh, shit. Not completion. Yeah. That's you get a, you get a point for that, man. If they land it, I think, didn't you, these days? If they, if they land it, there's something like that. Oh, it's, it's, we'd be it's, lucky it's, to have that sort of star player points and our trolls. Beautiful. <laughs> the team that's doing really well up here for us, in, in or down here for us, happy, up here for us, Tricky, is um, yeah. uh, a uh, an old World Alliance team. Oh, what? And we weren't, we, like, because we had a conversation when, the, when, the, um, when it started as to how we couldn't work out how an old world alliance team was down in the rule book as tier one mm. with loner on all the dwarves animosity on the dwarves we no, were just like oh no, yeah the but and then obviously you know it's it's a it's a team where technically you can take halflings should any team with halflings be considered tier one but yeah they've won um aaron who's running the old world alliance team's won both his games top of the table uh, yeah. but, you know, what's, what's he been playing against though Elven Union and uh, Renegades. Uh, there is a possibility there that you guys aren't any good. Oh, yeah, well, there is yeah. that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, uh, like, 
I um, I'm a, I'm, I love any like so you know Underworld, um, Pact, um, or Old World Alliance would be my go-to teams just because yeah. I like the the mixed race. It's kind of you know probably played more Old World Alliance. I've definitely and I've definitely played more Old World Alliance games than anyone else in in the Dibble League uh, online, mm-hmm. um, and I played them through. Like so, I played them from the 2016 rules when the the dwarfs had block, um, and to them all losing block, um, which was not and you know gaining brawler and armbar. I, I still don't know what armbar does. Um, so anyone can message in and explain it to me. It's I won't listen to that. But uh, <laughs> like, um, right, we'll, we'll tie it to a pigeon. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, I do love the set, but then I'm never too sure. Like, like, do, like, often I've had problems with it's like if you come up against a bash team, you're like, oh, I'll engage in the bash, and then you're like, oh, well, that's a bad idea. Don't, don't do that. You know, yeah. they talk of them as this kind of hybrid side, and I'm, you know, there's some really, there's some really nice pieces in there if you get it together. But um, I can't say I've had much success as an old, old world alliance coach, although a lot of. I don't think you've had on-field success, but you've certainly won the uh, hearts and minds of a lot of people with that team, mate. That, that is beautiful. That is a beautiful... I've yeah. got tears. I've got tears right now. In, ter- in terms of the Old World Alliance, so they're a really interesting team, but because all those players have animosity, I'd never take them, eh? Because I think Blood Bowl's at its core is a game about togetherness and love and, and friendship and camaraderie on the field. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's about harmony, but never. it's never quite worked. Yeah. <laughs> so what's happening in Christchurch? Well, it's it's been a fairly I don't know sedate year really on one level. It's as sort of uh, I mentioned you guys before now, but for the the Great Unwashed, I thought it was with sort of noting that we were kind of winding down, almost uh, heading into the pandemic. We've been struggling to get enough people for a reasonable league for a couple of years. Um, you know, we'd be able to get like six together or something, but. I remember the good old days back in, what, about 2013, 2014, when we'd have, like, 10 games on the go at the same town and the same old wow. Shirley club. Mm. So that was going to be a question that I was going to ask, which was, um, what is a reason? I have no concept of what a reasonable number for a league is. I don't know. The 10 games, that was 20-odd people. That was obviously probably a, a, more of the league available. That, that's um, a good, that's a good, that's, that was just on one night. Great, so great number. So it's all well and good having a big league. And being able to play lots of games, but at the same time you've got, you know, you can end up with if you've not got like a scripted kind of rollover of of who's playing and when, and yeah. um, then then you get some people who are able to, you know, crank out crikey multiple games per week even versus those who might yeah. only be able to manage one or two a month. So you, you kind of need to manage that. That was always going to be um, I, I, one of the things. I think we did have two leagues actually. We had one which was scripted at like one. One maybe two games a month, and then the other one was just go for your life. That was what you did oh, if you couldn't yeah. find anybody else to have a go at. So I think that's what we did and, in the end. So, so and and you're talking of just an open format for that, right? Yeah. Well, this is all you know pre pre 2016 for rule sets, so it was yeah. all fairly straightforward. But yeah, the the fundamentals mm. were exactly that. It was just go for it, and obviously you had some well, you know, the old school orc teams that were up there with um, TVs of. 1800 plus you know that sort of stuff uh, or 18,000 yeah. depending on what money you're using um and it was just crazy it was but at the same time you know even the old school 
um, inducements were, were, you know, doable and you got to learn about them quite a bit, which, I don't know, perhaps brings me full circle on to, you know, the, the current, I don't know, it seems to be a whinge fest about the, the meta of, of having, you know, star players as inducements, at least much more affordably so. Happy you're a fan of a star. You reckon I'm a fan of Morg? Uh, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> it sounds like there's a story lurking here, gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've I've morg flimmed and or hack orbed or whatever you want to call it um, to to very limited success. I, I'm not a good enough player to really win anything, but um, you got a team fifteen thousand uh, fifteen thousand k players that then don't count to your to your yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. And that they're, they're entirely designed around bringing in the biggest and baddest stars that you can get. I mean, uh, uh, probably to my detriment. Previously, I've I've actually ignored Hackflem and, and taken Morgan Varag just to, just as we said before, just to hurt, and that's a, that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I, 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 the stars are there; they're in the rules. They're, they're, they've added another layer with those uh, new skill sets. Why wouldn't you use them? In fact, yeah. it's, a, it's a shame you can't add one each in a in a in a evenly matched game. You know, like, and there's something they have a whinge about. <laughs> I just triggered a bunch of people. I hope I triggered all three people that listen to us. Which yeah. is, tr- which, is tr- which, which, let's face, it, is us. So if we're triggering <laughs> ourselves, then you know we need to have a good, long, hard conversation with ourselves. We do. We'll have to have a health and safety meeting and well-being kind of seminar after. Uh, okay. All right. But only if there's some, you know, mindfulness moments. So I, I, with stars as well. I just, I, I was really happy. To, I got to run uh, blooming the Eva. Is it the new Norse fella? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah. I, I, Ivor, yeah, I didn't realise he had tackle. He's awesome. So he he was a nice nice piece to run. And then um, he even scored for me. Oh, bloody shut up! <laughs> I didn't use the skill once, but you scored with him. Well done. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't score him. Happy. Oh, oh shit, did you not? <laughs> no, this is classic tricky play. So like <laughs> playing against Ramchop uh, and his his underworld side with uh, my um, I, it was the Madheads, wasn't it? And yeah, and. And so my old world alliance, and I was uh, having having a good day beating up snotlins and stuff. And then um, I was I must have been two oh no, three nil three nil down, um, and I managed to get like um, either quite far up the pitch, um, and, and then I like um, I had to just use the the passing nerf and just throw with someone. Uh, because I was miss- I'm missing my star thrower Fox Meadows, who uh, we could talk about all night, but um, <laughs> he, he's he's long gone. But then um, then I had just a, a lineman or something throw on a six plus diver, and it was like that long bomb six plus something ridiculous. But it played off, and like round trip was like, oh damn it, you know, and I was like that, yeah. And so Ivor just goes running up the pitch, um, but. It's short of the the um, touch line, and there's another player who we could hand off to, which of course Ramchop saw, and I I didn't look at the turn counter, I didn't realize that was my turn sixteen, and then it was like, that, hey. oh no and, way, and he goes, and of course you got to, you got to say, oh he's handing off before you move the character in in uh, fumble, and then um, Ramchop kind of put in the thing, and and that was the handoff moment, I was like. 
And I looked at the team, I said, like, oh my God, it's turn 16. Like, what are you doing? So um, it was pretty, it was pretty uh, funny and also a little bit, yeah, that's, that's been my... It was great, but you were kind of crying and rocking back and forth in a, in a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite crying. <laughs> the window because I was sure you were going to score. Eh? I just shut down. I was like, right, it's 3-1, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was just about the last play, you know. Oh, but I, I never knew that, of course. I don't know if anybody will actually be interested in this, but I, I just better clarify who Fox Meadows was. Fox Meadows was the was the thrower for Tricky's uh, Old World Alliance team. As a rookie, Tricky was like, I'm going to make this guy a legend, which is 176 SPP and Dibble. And then we all sat back over six seasons watching this six times niggled, <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm never sure how to describe Fox. Nah. He 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 he, he had this. He had a player portrait, veteran. which was He Man. <laughs> so I think that sort of obfuscated the fact that he was utterly utterly shit an SPP hog that that cost them games. But somehow that boy made it to made it to legend, and yeah. he's, he must be the first player in the history of Dibble that someone that. That some idiot's gone. I'm going to make him a legend, <laughs> and the did it. And then suddenly, honestly, like no word of a lie, he was the people's champion. Yeah. And two, <laughs> two games ago, he got fouled to death by some random, random high elf. Yeah. And yeah. The entire community was devastated. He won our hearts and minds. It was a great thing as well because he came into the league as a rookie, and um, we had this hoof thing. The hoof an award for uh, you nominate a player and if that player is killed yep. on the field the player that killed him gets uh, a, a a hoof award because people didn't really know what it was i'd be <laughs> i'd talk to them all and go oh fox meadows is an obvious hoof and he got a hoof vote and this this sent ruptures through the australians in in the double league they were like who is this guy? He can't be a hoof. This is ridiculous. It's quite a prestigious award in Dibble. It's not awarded often. Yeah, yeah. So he got a hoof in his uh, rookie season, which upset some people. And then he was... Um, so people would go for him. And, and he was a great foil, actually, because I had, like, a strength for Blitzer who could do lots of great stuff and move eight and stuff. And he, he he's, he's also dead this season. But... Um, but he was a danger piece, whereas Fox was Fox had no combat skills. He had um, on the ball. Uh, the the uh, he had. Um, he didn't have block. He didn't have block. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have block, and and like and and the, the ogres and anyone anyone would just suddenly players would just go like that. Oh, the ball's over there, but Fox is here. Let's hit him. And just... we've, definitely, we've definitely gone on about Fox too long, but one last point of it is when he got that first ever Fox quote, I got this private message that was like, "What? what's going on with this fellow Fox getting the hoof? Who's this tricky guy like? Who's this stuff or something? Because that is marketing, eh? And I was like, man, everyone's voted. He's got the hoof. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. As you guys were planning to do this every four weeks, seeing as you're desperately going to be short of material, I'd just have Tricky doing enormous soliloquies about Fox Meadows, just reading. <laughs> Can I just say that I honestly believe that the use of the words soliloquy is going to be as flash as this will ever get. Oh, there we go. 
So is anyone is anyone looking at going to um, Greenstone? Greenstone Cup. I saw that pop the other day, isn't that? 10th and 11th of September. What's Greenstone? Greenstone Cup is the uh, the Auckland-based tabletop tournament. So it's a tournament uh, in held in Auckland. The uh, it's a re- resurrection tournament. So you, your team comes back after every game. There's there's no carryover of injuries and spups and things like that. And what what was the date on that again, sir? Uh, the 10th and 11th of September. Oh, yep. so that's coming up. It is. Yeah. I know. I I do know um, a lovely um, coach who was with us down here in Otago. Uh, uh, Sergey uh, from uh, Russia is has moved up to Auckland, and that that is going to be one of his first tournaments in the in the country. So if if um, and any of you Auckland coaches out there, just just look after him. He's a lovely big lad. He's um, yeah, lots of fun. Absolutely, always a fun time up in Auckland. We got to stay at the Sky Tower the other year. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, always just over the road from it. It was quite handy. Are you going? I unlikely to this year. Because I've got uh, bigger news, guys. I've got bigger news. This isn't just, you know, all about the Jaffers again. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> well, as I'm sure a few people have probably noticed on Bookface, we've got the old mainland bowls down here. Uh, and, um, yeah, we've just announced the dates for this year and 2022. So, again, tabletop. Um, and, uh, well, I'll leave the info. I'll, I won't spoil it. But generally, we've run with probably a, a hero-based kind of skills-based package um, to, to try and um, balance things out a bit. So it's a bit different from the usual builds. Um, it'll be five games over two days, and the dates will be um, the first weekend of November. That's, that's the 5th and 6th of November in Central Christchurch. So more stuff on New Zealand Blood Bowl uh, and um, Christchurch Blood Bowl Facebook pages as we go. Uh, I I did enjoy my my time there last time, and unfortunately, I'm I'm not making. I'd love I'd like I'd be, I try and make one a year. Just say and, no. Um, Just say no. Don't and, always uh, fuss around. We're really hopeful, and with with a um, and this is this is a few questions actually for you guys because um, we like I feel with a, uh, the scene down here in Dunedin kind of um, getting um, going. Uh, the idea would be to one day have a uh, a Targo kind of tournament, but I, I always like the first thing is the the financial kind of things for that uh, because uh, being being a hard up public servant, uh, it's um, I look at those prize pools and I kind of think, oh, how how do you manage things like that? You know, I'd be sure like Mainland Bowl has a great prize pool. <laughs> well, it's oh, it's a mixture. Like the I think like um. Pleased to say that you know the mainland bowl is part of what I think most people seem to refer to as the the masters. So we've got the one in Welly, we've got the one in um, Auckland. The Greenstone, as mentioned before, and uh, at least those plus you know additional hangers on, and obviously that's everyone from uh, the Hawks Bay and um, Wairarapa and Hamilton and everything else in between. Um, you know we all talk to each other, and more often than not we sort of pass these sort of things around. So. Oh yeah. Um, there, there, there is an ongoing prize pool, and if we find a good score, 
we'll do it. But yeah, to be perfectly honest, when most of us, you know, if we do get a prize or something, we'll chuck that back in. You know, I've got a few teams there that I'm just not getting around to painting. So, you know, so might as well pass it on for a new new bit of love for somebody else, bless them. The other tournament that's coming up is uh, Orcs Bay Horn uh, in Napier on the 8th and 9th of October at uh, the War Banner convention there. They've and is that Nick Nick Blackwood runs that one? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. San Juni operates under his is uh, on the the Dibble as well, and he's just uh, quite an a, impressive coach who's having a hell of a run with Ogres at the moment. He's a very good player. He's a very good player as well. And and um, like now Greenstone, obviously with the Greenstone Cup happening, it was meant to be Aussie uh, and. Yeah, we had the team champs all booked in and ready to go. Well, yeah. uh, twenty, I think that was twenty twenty, wasn't it, Simon? Twenty twenty, it was great. We had a whale of a time. <laughs> oh, didn't we invite you? Uh, no, 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 pandemic. Oh, no. no, no, there, there was no, there was I, the, the I, pandemic. I, it totally I, stopped. Yeah, you know, we didn't I, do it because of the can, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no, I was, I was invited. I couldn't make it. I was. <laughs> I definitely, I have my invite somewhere. Someone who said. Do you do you think you could be on Team New Zealand? I said yes, I do think, but I just won't be able to make it. Sorry. Yeah, the previous team champs were over in Melbourne a couple of years before, mm. and I was just yeah. regaling, you know, someone uh, at work. They were saying like, "Oh God, you know, it's, what does it take to get to represent New Zealand?" It's like I just turn up, really. Going to say pay the ticket. Are you willing to travel to Melbourne? Yeah, all right. That seems like a silly thing to do, but whatever. We'll give it a go. And um, well done, well done. You've made it. Well done, son. You've oh boy, I tell you. Because some of the yeah, Aussie states, yeah. it's quite competitive to get yourself on the team. Oh yeah, place. man, it's br- brutal. I think it's New South Wales. They're just um, they go through a whole pre-qualifier and all this. Yeah, I think yeah. it's teams of oh. three, maybe four. I think it's three. Yeah, because because we've kind of we've had the initial this with with the Southland. Just they've got an emerging league, and if anyone's interested in that, it's um, striker main it is um, the down at the club down in um, Southland in Invercargill. Um, he like so he's starting up late, and we've we've had initial talks on Discord, like we and uh, there's Chris Ray over in Queenstown, Queenstown. but, but uh, we've had these initial ideas. Oh, we could because we've uh, like for some reason Steve Arthur started up an argument between me and uh, Queenstown because I I claimed what? the whole Chris, of it. He's, he's, wait 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 wait. Steve started an argument. You got the right yeah. guy, right? Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, definitely definitely. Because I claimed the whole of Otago, and he goes, "Oh, you can't just come in here claiming all of Otago." And it's uh, there's a well-established league in Queenstown. I, I've been talking to Chris Ray for a while, and he goes, "Oh, they only play sevens and stuff." So I, yeah, but we we'd love the idea of doing, you know, a, a triangular kind of thing, that kind of thing. It sounds like fun. It's a different different sort of matter. You could all kind of meet in between each of the, uh, you know, somewhere like. Winton or or, or Gore. <laughs> well, yeah, you yeah. could have you could have a great great game just under the shadow of that giant brown trout that they have there in the middle oh, of Gore. That would be that fine. It'd be beautiful. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. Uh, please send us some questions and feedback for next time.